0: what is up everybody welcome back to another episode in today's episode we're discussing hawkeye the newest show from disney plus and i'm analyzing and reviewing all that i saw from episodes one two and three why am i doing this because i'm recording this on december 8th 2021 and episode four is already out so after i'm done recording this and giving you all that i saw i'm going to record another episode for episode four and that is going to prepare you for episode five so let's do this let's get down to this let's do everything hawkeye let's go intros please let's go yo what is up everybody welcome back to the jp's world and welcome back once again people to the podcast where negativity ends where we talk about everything, sports, movies, motivation, shows, current events, and more. I'm your host JP, get ready, we're about to start. And so, we're back, here we go, let's go. I have my notes here, so a little preview of what we're gonna discuss on this episode. We're gonna rank all the first episodes from the past shows, all of them, all of them, why, because mm, I have have been a fan, honestly, like, I knew it was going to work for Disney+, Plus, for Marvel, for all of them, I knew it was going to work making shows from our favorite heroes, I knew it, I just knew it, why, because I'm a fan of Storytelling, um, not like those uh, diehard fans, like, no, 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 diehard is not the word. Um, I'm a fan that loves a good story, a well developed and thought story, right? And sometimes I understand and I know that two hours, um, maybe even three hour movies is not enough, it's not enough to tell the whole story to set up something, it's not enough. It's not enough, and I cannot, I cannot, I cannot tell that enough. It's not enough time. So, in a show, in episodes of twenty minutes, thirty minutes, even forty-five minutes, sometimes when it's a good show that requires forty-five minutes of runtime for per episode, sorry per episode, um, you can expand the story. You can tell more. Just imagine. Just like, let's make a little example. Imagine if Game of Thrones was made into movies. Six movies, maybe we wouldn't have that amount of story. It's just not possible. That's why people that read books before a movie, they they don't feel like the great experience because imagine uh, condensing uh an eight hundred page, six hundred page, almost a thousand page book of of story in just a two hour movie. It's not possible. Well. It's I, I I hate saying that I hate saying impossible I hate saying that words. It's just too difficult. It's just too damn difficult, too fucking difficult to actually condense such a story into that. And now imagine a vast universe, a vast universe uh, full of story from our heroes and that's why they made shows, and they announced it on phase four, why, because every show, it was going to set up another movie, and that's a good strategy, like, instead of making movies in the middle, in the middle, instead of making movies in the middle of another movie, make a show, connect the movies, like, actually, I think they're following the, the blueprint, that's, I, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like they followed the, the blueprint from the mandalorian because why why because the mandalorian connected um the movies uh if i'm if i'm not mistaken it was in between star wars 6 the return of the jedi uh and uh, star wars 7 the force awakens like that that gap it closed the gap it uh, it told us what happened to luke it told us why that big time jump in the future for force awakens and everything right Okay, so we're going to rank all the first episodes of the shows. Let's remember what shows has Disney Plus released for us. It was WandaVision, uh, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, What If, Loki, and now Hawkeye. And Hawkeye, uh, it's kind of like a winter story. Why? Because they released the first episode two weeks ago, and if... If my calculations are correct, I think it's six episodes or seven episodes, and the last episode is gonna air on December twenty fourth, so Christmas Eve, because the show goes in that direction, and um, it's just a little pointer. The whole show, as it, as it starts, Hawkeye is missing the holidays because he needs to save the day. He needs to save the day. He needs to save Kate Bishop. With which which, which she is our main character our co-main character with hawkeye right she is in the plans or developments because we saw the wink wink that they did with kevin feige on one of the pressers um that young avengers may be on the works okay so to sum up let's let's say the shows again WandaVision, vision falcon and the winter soldier loki what if and now hawkeye OK, and we're going to review all three episodes and I'm going to try to condense it in seven minutes max. And I'm going to I'm going to put a, a, a timer here and you guys are going to hear the alarm on this and I'm going to give you my theories and probably why not? Maybe next week and damn, bro, I'm, I'm already six minutes in and, and I've I already talked a lot, but this is just planning and introductions on what you guys are going to hear. Okay, so yeah, maybe why not next week before the episode, maybe on Tuesday, why not? If I can, let's set up a Twitter space. Let's set up a Twitter space, invite people and just talk about theory, theories from on, on this episode. So one through four, what are your theories? Where is is, is Marble going? What are they connecting with this show? All right. So first of all, this is my rank. This is my rank for for the shows, okay? For the first episodes, and I'm going to give you a little reasoning behind each of them. Number 1, I know. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to work it out from from bottom to top, okay? Okay, so starting from the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> starting from the bottom, now we're here. Now, <laughs> okay, so number 4, I'm going to give it and maybe I'm gonna be hated for this, but Falcon and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that takes number four. Why? Because it starts like really like an like a service, like in memory of Captain America, and I loved that. I I loved everything about Falcon and the Winter Soldier and the seriousness and the maturity of the show. But I don't know. It wasn't like an exciting um uh first episode normally first episodes of shows hook you up and i feel like this was 50/50 and i feared that people might just walk away from their living rooms and say uh i can watch this another time i can i can i can watch this another time instead of being hooked up to the show and say i can't wait for more and be mad that like disney didn't give you 3 or 4 episodes on the first day of release right so this, that is why uh, it fell on number four. Now number three, and I know we're talking about Hawkeye, but Hawkeye falls on the number three, and again for the same reason. But I'm putting it. Uh, uh, actually, uh, no, my bad. I forgot. Oh my god, I can't. I can't believe I hear my notes. Okay, it, let, let's start again. Let Let's start this again. Number five. It's Falcon and the Winter Soldier for that reasoning. Number number four, Hawkeye. Now, Hawkeye, because it is a good a good beginning. Borg, we see all different points of views and everything. But I don't know. Like, it's not as splashy. It's not as visually splashing as the other shows. Now, number three goes to What If. Why? What if? caught me off guard i love those type of shows i love the what if theories i love like we are so caught up on on what's already set on the table what's laid down what's certain but for me i'm a dreamer and i like those type of things i like i like the what ifs i like the possibilities i like all that type of stuff okay so when they said that they were bringing out what if I just couldn't believe it. Like at first, even my 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 little nephew said it's not canon. It's just gonna be uh, a normal show. But w- then uh, Kevin Feige said it is canon, and you guys are about to see why. And why it became canon is because of Loki. Because in Loki, the multiverse gets broken it's open for everybody it's hunting season it's open season for everybody so in what if we analyze every reality that you can actually visit it's no longer linear it's no longer one single timeline it's infinite it's a multiverse and in what if you can see different points of view and for example the i think it was the first one instead of being a captain america it's now captain britain captain britain Captain that, and it's a woman, it's not a man. And what would have happened if this happened? Well, what about this? What about that? All the possibilities just got me going with theories. And I wanted, I even wanted to do my own what if, like, I don't know. Let's say for example, this podcast, what if JP, instead of talking of his likes, of what he loves in this world, positivity and everything, What if this became, what if JP uh, produced the most depressive podcast ever? Or what if JP talked about politics? Or what if JP talked about music? You know, it's a lot of different stuff. Maybe in the multiverse, if, I don't know, I'm not saying if. The multiverse may exist, just we don't know how to tap in it. And why not? Maybe there's another JP that's already signed by Spotify. Spotify, Spotify, if you hear me. Sign me, sign me. But yeah, maybe in another reality, JP is already signed by Spotify and it's exclusive or ex- ex- exclusive by Apple when when Apple starts uh, starts owning podcasts or maybe even JP in another reality has his own talk show. You know, there's infinite realities, infinite possibilities. And I i am all for it. Now, number two goes to Loki. And you guys are gonna say what Loki? Why number two? Because Loki open open everything to the to the TVA, the time traveling and everything. And I really loved it, but it was too much mystery for me. Like I knew there was going to be like a mystery villain and everything, but but I don't know. Like that first episode, it did hook me up. It did, it served the purpose. I was hooked up. I loved I love the show Loki, but the first episode didn't like did the splash. It was too much mystery for me. But I like the fact that they connected what happened to Loki after Endgame when they botched that that operation in New York. Like they lost the Tesseract and now Loki is out there, is free. He branched the reality, he branched time. And I love that they explained that, but uh, I don't know. That's why it fell to number two because number one won the vision. Yes, it was slow. It was a slow first episode. It was black and white and everything. But I love the twist, the mystery. Yes, yeah. I just said that I didn't like the mystery in Loki, but here it was the first episode of the first show from Marvel on Disney Plus. We didn't know what to expect. We didn't know what was going to happen. We knew it was something about a pocket reality and everything. But then black and white, we're seeing uh, a sitcom show and it it looks just like a sitcom. It looks like they're acting and you're like, what is happening here? You're already theorizing. You're already like, what is happening here? What is going on? And then boom, the switch, like they are trapped they are suffering in there and you're like oh shit what is happening here and it goes up and goes up and goes up the hype and every single episode from that from there we were crazy with theories who's behind what is this what is that why is Wanda like this why is Wanda doing this what is Wanda doing that maybe I'm categorizing the first episode of WandaVision at number one because of that. Because they brought the possibilities into the table. They were the the test that people loved. And Disney and Marvel were like, let's go. Let's do this shit. But that is just the first episode. Let me rank you the shows by themselves. I know. I know. Promises were said. Promises weren't kept in this show. I didn't talk a lot about the rest of the shows. There is an episode of Division where I packed all the six episodes or seven episodes, I think there were. Um, There is there. Just scroll down a little bit when, when you're listening to this episode. Maybe you want or you can pause this and just scroll down and we'll go listen to the Division. Remember, in English and Spanish. But yeah, in this, in this case, I'm going to go from top to bottom. Number one, Loki. Loki stole the show. Loki, with the charisma of of Tom Hiddleston, it stole everything. Loki just jumped into the ranks and it became number one in my rank. I loved Loki. I loved like the way that they set up the multiverse, the way that they broke it, the way of how they set up the, the rest of the movies. I loved it. I loved it. I loved everything about Loki. The dialogues, the 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 comic reliefs, everything. That's why it went up to number one. Number two, WandaVision. Again, we are with the magic. We are with the time travels. We are with the pocket realities. These two shows, like they ventured into something that we haven't we hadn't seen, not even in the in the big screen. And well, maybe we saw it in Endgame, but here it was an experiment to put it on the on the small screen and the way of the storytelling of both. So it, I wish I could have put it uh, tied at number one, but I have to be ex- ex- strict with myself. So I put WandaVision number two. Number three, uh, I'm putting it, maybe it's early, I don't know, but I'm ranking Hawkeye third. I've been loving all episodes so far because of the maturity of it, the series of it. And they started doing this maturity and serious kind of tone with shows. I love it. From Falcon and the Winter Soldier. In Falcon and the Winter Soldier, this is just a side note, and that is why it went to number four. But mm, I didn't rank. What if? Sorry. I'm going to have to do it. What if just because of late and because of my own mistakes, what if goes down to number five? It's all good. But let me tell you why. Three and four, it's for Hawkeye and four is for Falcon the Winter Soldier. This is my reasoning. Because Marvel and Disney are venturing not just on multiverse, magic and different realities and everything. They are venturing into a more mature storytelling in falcon and the winter soldier they were even touching subjects about racism they were even touching about subjects about minorities and all that stuff all that is all that stuff that is relevant that yeah some people say that um they use tv to control us to just distract us from reality and everything but i love that this show actually touched subjects from real life and just combine it with our favorite heroes and you're like okay like it made you feel like those heroes are actually out there not just watching them from your couch on the tv they're actually out there and facing real problems like for example the the in falcon and the winter soldier mm, Originally, before the pandemic, they were going to fight some kind of disease and everything, but they decided to cut that off and rewrite some of the dialogues because they thought it was inappropriate um, to actually talk about diseases. Like, after everything that the world had been through, had been through um, they were like, nah, it's too much, but they still, like, went, like, super mature, like, come on, man, they... Uh, this one um american agent oh my god i forgot his name but that dude that was pretending to be captain america because of the government um he actually killed a dude and we saw blood by the for the first time like it was so gory like how he killed that man with the captain america shield that shit got me like oh fuck they actually show blood and then we go to those subjects like delicate subject delicate subjects racism uh minorities and all that stuff and you're like oh shit they're actually venturing into something really really mature here but yeah anyway and what if goes to number five just because of my own fault because i didn't list it and i forgot about what if but in my heart it could be right there tied with number one or number two because again the multiverse is open the multiverse is broken and there's a lot of possibilities a lot of ideas that can be run now that right now the writers and everything at marvel just because of this they can just explore whatever they want obviously good planification because you cannot just make shows stupidly and just because you have the money that doesn't give you the right to just produce a show and just wing it and say ah let's let's make money no marble is not like that like for example i i'm not a fan of the idea that we just saw this is another universe dc we just saw suicide squad yes peacemaker was funny and cool to see and everything but i'm not just a fan of the idea that you we just saw a movie and already like 2 days later peacemaker is going to have their his his own show like I didn't ask for it. I, I don't I don't need to know much about Peacemaker. Like like maybe even give me a show about, about Bloodsport. Or if you want to make a show, make it about a little side missions that the suicide squad is doing or something like that. Or or if HBO Max is actually going to jump in and produce a show, produce a flash show. Take it away from the CW. It's not good anymore. But this is not a boycott. I'm not telling you not to watch The Flash. You're free to watch The Flash. But in my opinion, ever since season three, it just went downhill. Everybody's saying go watch The Flash again. But... (laughs) You know what? Let me just let me just stop here. Maybe I'm I'm just getting off track, this is a topic for another show. This is a topic for another another podcast. This is a topic for another episode. Maybe, maybe just an idea. Just to, before we we continue, maybe I'm going to sit through, and just just mark those words. Sit through season four, five, six, and even seven. Right now they're in seven seasons, and um, and I'm going to do a review. And give you my honest opinion about it. Maybe. Just let me know in the comments. Let, in the comments. This is not YouTube yet. Let me just know. Send me send me a DM. Or send me a voice message. Hey JP. Do the flash. Sit through it. Or something like that. Just just do that. If you want me. If you want me. And the public wants it. I will. I will make the sacrifice. But anyway. Let's, let's keep going. Okay. We are on now. To the review of. The three, the three episodes, but since I already been talking a lot and we're already on the 22 minute mark and I don't want to do this uh, big episode because I want you to actually go watch the show. Uh, so we're going to do it like real quick. So in episode one we see the different the difference of angle from the battle we saw when when a Hawkeye, you know just shot the arrow and was swinging around and everything but now we see the battle from the eyes of a victim we see the eyes like the battle of Fear, like the angle of fear of a normal civilian watching New York getting destroyed, and we see how, like we we've seen this a lot in different Marvel movies and shows right now, when the hero inspires the kid, and you know after what's confirmed in Iron Man two that the little kid that was inspired by Iron Man was actually Tom Holland Spider Man, and that's why he was following his career and everything, and he became Spider Man anyway we see how Kate bishop sees uh hawkeye and he's like she's like i have to i have to be i have to be like him and actually she goes to her, to her mom and she's like what do you need i need a bow and arrow and man it's like um oh actually i did, I did like just a couple of notes so maybe this is going to be possible so yeah that angle like that actually i liked because we see the battle like in in slow motion we see how it develops and everything but for k bishop for the other people what for us was 20 minutes maybe 30 minutes of movie in reality it was just maybe seconds minutes or or it's like it was so fast for normal people is so fast and the fear and everything and i just love that i love the angle now we see the human side of our superheroes wow because Hawkeye is going with his family to this little uh, play, like musical, about the Battle of New York. And you're watching him just like, that didn't happen and everything. Like like a veteran. And shout out to the veterans. Shout out to the army people around the world from every country. Um, it's like them watching a movie about a battle of a war or a war movie, whatever, and they're like, that didn't happen, it's not, it's not, that is not how it happened, and we see that side, and even now, we see that Hawkeye is using an earpiece, is using an uh, a hearing aid, why, because, he, I don't remember, if when one shot there, There's why are you using that, and he goes on the flashbacks, like explosions, battles, everything, so, his ears, he's, 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 his hearing is fucked up. So he needs a hearing aid. And he's actually like, Oh, I wasn't listening because he had it off to not hear the musical. He's with his with his with his boys and, and his and his daughter, and they're actually planning for Christmas. Like I said, this show, if my calculations are correct, it's gonna end by December 24th on Christmas Eve, and it's gonna be the perfect gift for Marvel fans. Now the meeting with Kate, of Kate with Hawkeye. Okay, Kate has been training like basically her whole whole life by herself because she's rich and she can pay for for herself. She's been training karate, martial arts, and everything, and marksmanship with a bow and arrow. She developed her own t- her own. Um, arrow tips, arrow arrowheads like like him like like Hawkeye. So she's trying to figure out who wants to buy this like illegally um collectibles. We see the Ronin sword, the Ronin uniform from Endgame and she puts it on, but since she puts it on and Ronin wasn't was never seen again after after Endgame, now the crime lords like the mob, the Russian mob and everything are looking for Ronin and once they see someone with the Ronin costume they want to kill him and that's how they meet like he comes in he swoops in like saving the day and everything and when he sees Kate Bishop like come on who are you and why are you using the running suit so he needs to help, help her clean her name so the rest of the mobs and gangs are not after her trying to kill her and so that was episode one from hawkeye a good episode strong episode that i really really liked but before i move on to the explanation of episode two and three let me just take a sip of water and while i do that just listen to travis to what he has to say about pod travis take it away this episode is powered by Poddex You heard it right, JP's World. Get your 10% discount right now. Use it, all caps, J-P-S-W-O-R-L-D. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com, take your podcast to the next level. And just like the man said, just go to poddex.com and use the code JP's World, all caps, no spaces. And whatever you do, YouTuber, streamer, um, broadcaster, radio show host, whatever. If you're struggling with a game or episode ideas or whatever you need to do to keep the the audience engaged and entertained, and you want the interaction with your with your audience, just use Poddex. But why not get a get a discount right now on patdex.com man use the code use the code Anyway okay episode 2 like i said kate is running is running away because she was using the running costume and now we see this gang the tracksuit gang is part of the mob and everything like the russian mob and we see that they're hunting her they actually beat her up to the to a pulp And Hawkeye swoops in and saves the day and everything, right? And it's actually like all these crime lords and gangs, they were mad at at Ronin. Because if we remember, that was Hawkeye unhinged. Savage. Was killing people, actually. And we saw that on the big screen. Like, wow. Actually, like... Clint Barton is killing people. We knew, like, obviously, there are spies or everything. So they kill people. but We never see that brutality before on the big screen. So that was like, wow. Now, Hawkeye stays to help Kate Bishop. He was going to leave. He was going to leave for his family. He was going to have happy holidays. But he's like, no, I have a duty I need to stay, I need to help. So he he sends his kids away and he's like, I have to do this. You guys are going to be okay. Just go with your mom. And the the wife is actually like super uh, understanding about this. She she knows that he needs to do the right thing. But begs like to not say nothing to the kids. Don't say that I'm doing this mission or anything. I'm just, uh, I have something to do just like that. Now, what else? We meet the tracks again, like I said. And at first, they don't seem like a very, like, I want to say dangerous gang. It's just a normal gang. But they show signs that they're actually working with someone bigger. Who? Someone bigger. Um, oh, this was uh, a theory that got reinforced by by episode three. But you guys are going to hear about that in a minute. Uh... Kate tries to out- outsmart his mother's fiance. Why? Because he, her mother's fiance, was at that auction where they were auctioning um, Ronin's sword and suit. But this dude is like super uh, obsessed with swords. Ever since, uh, supposedly, in the show, they he has been dating Kate's mom, he has been redecorating the whole house with swords, like ancient swords, collectible swords, and whatever. He, like... It looks like he wanted to work his way up in the world of auctions and collectibles and everything until he could get his hands on the running sword because he was so happy. He was so anxious to win that sword on the auction. So he she tries to outsmart him and in, a, in, a, in a duel. Uh, okay. What is it? What is the name of that sport? I don't remember right now, but is that that sport with the swords? Okay, and he tries to play it like I don't know how to fight, I don't know how to use a sword, but then he uses like that that move and just disarms Kate Bishop in a second, and that's why his name, his villain name, is Swordsman. If I remember correctly, is Swordsman, and it's like. Uh, this dude is up to no good he's he's not he's not going to be a good ending he he we know that he's going to be working for a big boss working for someone bigger than himself now let's move on to episode three because that is around the times where episode two was finished in episode three we meet echo Who is she? Like, we knew her from the ending of episode two, but who is Echo? Echo is actually like a villain that always fights Hawkeye in the comics, supposedly. Um, But who is she? Echo is right now acting as a lieutenant, uh, leading this small portion of the tracksuit gang, but she's deaf. She communicates with signs and with sign language, which is actually pretty cool. Like, uh, watching that on a show because i was the last time we saw a hero who was impaired or had this a disability or even a villain i remember only from daredevil obviously he's blind and even then even there my bad um his mentor uh stick he's super blind like not even with powers like like daredevil he actually taught himself how to fight blind You know, and that is that that is a a really cool addition. Now, the uncle, we hear this mentioned the uncle. But I got really excited because he looks like Wilson Fisk. He looks so much like Wilson Fisk, bro. And who is Wilson Fisk? You might ask Wilson Fisk is um, Kingpin. Kingpin is the main villain. Like he he's the main villain for a number of of superheroes, one of them being uh man and the other one like Daredevil, like we saw on the on the Netflix Netflix shows, and um who else? And now he's gonna be on Hawkeye, and you'd be like, how can you know this? But there has been rumors that Vincent D'Onofrio was going to appear in this show, and now with the confirmation that Charlie Cox is not going anywhere, is going to stay in the MCU as Daredevil. Like he's he's here for the long run, which I love. I love that Charlie Cox is going to be here for Daredevil. Like he was born to be Daredevil, bro. He was born for that. But anyway, with the news and this theory of mine, because I'm I'm shooting my theories right now. I don't want I, I don't want I don't want to put this like uh like a too long of an episode. If he is Wilson Fisk and he is controlling some type of gang, we can expect that. There is a devil in Hell's Kitchen, and I'm waiting for that announcement that maybe for next phase or uh, in the middle of this phase four, they're going to announce another show. Their devil is coming to Disney Plus, and I'm going to scream like a little baby when if and when that happens. Anyway, next point that happened on that episode um, the most human side of Hawkeye I actually cried a little bit in two scenes, in two shots. one where his his hearing aid is busted up, like broken, and he needs to have this phone conversation conversation with his son and he's actually like really, 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 really sad, bro. It's super sad. like, Kate is actually writing notes and telling him, Hey, he's saying this. And he tries to continue the conversation. Like, Hey buddy. Yeah. I love you too. I miss you and everything, but he cannot hear a thing. And that is just, that just broke my heart. Like even his face, like I'm trying the face that you make when you're actually trying to do something and people are like, are you trying? Yes, I do. I am trying, man. That is a moment that for the, for the books, and the other one, when Echo is uh, interrogating them, like, what happened to Ronin? Because they don't know that Hawkeye was running, running, Ronin. My bad. Ronin. Uh, he's like, Ronin is dead. And she's like, no, I don't believe you. What happened? Who killed Ronin? And he's like, the widow, Black Widow killed Ronin. And you're like, what? How? And I don't know. The... Smart people from Instagram and YouTube, they with the mashups and videos that they do, it just made sense. Like when when Black Widow went to Hong Kong to actually bring um, Clint Barton to the Avengers again, telling him, "Hey, there is hope. We can bring them back. We can fight Thanos. We can bring them back." And he's like, "Don't give me hope." That moment. When he dropped down everything to stop being Ronin and become Hawkeye again, that's when Ronan died. That's why he said the Widow, the Black Widow, killed Ronan. And now, the other thing that I loved about the third episode was a comedic relief between Kate and uh, between Kate and, and 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 Hawkeye. Like this is about the time where his earpiece is still busted and. She's trying to say something, but he's like, oh, yeah, 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 I can hear you. But he doesn't hear him and just mix up words and everything. And I don't know. It was so funny watching that interaction. Oh, the other thing that actually surprised me in this episode, where is their this car chase and they're using arrows and everything to stop the cars? It's a super fun, super amazing choreography and everything. But the use of pin particles on an arrow, man, that was something else. Uh, Hawkeye is like just shoot your arrow straight up into the sky and boom he she just shots it and it's about to land on the bad guys and he's like I got this boom shots another shot and that arrow that arrow tip arrowhead was full of pin particles. So as soon as that arrow hits the other arrow, it becomes a gigantic arrow that actually crushes all the cars. And you're like, whoa shit, what was that? And we know then that Hank Pym and maybe even Scott Lang are still in touch with Clint Barton. So we know that this is something this this is something to, to actually analyze. Now uh Kate Kate's future stepdad we're going to call him like that threatens Hawkeye because they're actually in the search of who might be be uh, like after Ronin like they want to dismantle the the tracksuit gang so because Kate Kate Bishop's mom owns a security company they go in they try to hack the system to find out known associates and everything and as soon as the, as the episode ends, it's because Kate Bishop's future step that just threatens him with the Ronin sword. And we're like, oh, shit, what's about to happen? And that's when the episode ends. I don't know, man. I love every second of Hawkeye. I've been... I've been loving it. And right now, as I'm finishing this episode, as I'm finishing this recording, this talk with you, I'm about to watch episode four. I'm going to take my notes and I'm going to prepare you for episode five expected next Monday or Tuesday. And let's get ready for more Hawkeye. Let's get ready for Spider-Man closer and closer each day. Please, nobody spoil Spider-Man for me. I will hate you forever and I will hunt you down and Ask you to apologize. I don't know. Just don't spoil it for me. Stop with the spoilers. Don't post anything. I know it's super exciting, super cool, but please restrain yourself from this. Just restrain yourself. Please, bro, restrain yourself. Anyway, now that we're leaving, let's go to the messages. Remember that you can support the podcast by buying me a coffee, bro. Just go into the link in the description of the show and you can buy me a coffee right there. This JP runs on coffee, bro. I run on coffee and you can support the the podcast by buying coffee to to, to your favorite JP. And also, I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but the merch is probably still delayed a little bit. Not on orders because we don't have many orders yet, (laughs) but I'm trying to put that store up so hard. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Maybe it's something that I need to pay, something that I need to set up. But sooner rather than later, the shop is going to be in and I'm just putting in uh different styles different designs so you guys can rock the jp's world now on the holidays okay and what else what else what else oh yeah that's right i'm going to leave you in the link in the description the um, the direct link to the episode that i did with the girls raquel and visuda from the listening the girls podcast an amazing episode about assumptions that i did with them with the girls so you guys can go give it a listen and give all your support to the girls So, yeah, that's it for today, people. That's it for this episode. Oh, let me not leave before I give you guys this voice message. The first voice message that is received in the JP's world by Zach, the podcast man. Just listen to it and let's give a big round of applause to Zach, the podcast man. JP, JP's world. It's Zach, the podcast man. I always like to catch up on your show while I'm out walking the dog. Love the good vibes. Keep up the good work, man. I appreciate you. Ah, oh, man, just the just the good vibes by Sack the Podcast, man. Just, man, thanks for the positivity. Thanks for the good message. Thanks for the love, you know, and if you want to send me a voice message, just you can you, you, please come, just do it, just do it, bro, just do it. You just go in the link in the description of the show, and if you just want to, like him, just say hi, or even better, like let's do this like a radio show. If you want to say happy birthday to someone, maybe someone that loves so much the JP's world, and you want to say, hey, please say happy birthday to this person, just let me know on that and we're going to do this mix with your voice message and me saying happy birthday to that special someone, you know? Let's do that. So yeah, to recap, please catch up on the on the next JP's World podcast on Tuesday. I'm going to drop a review of episode four that I'm about to watch of Hawkeye. Um, the merch is coming. I don't know why or how or when, but soon that little website is going to be up Um. What else? Go listen to the is the girls listen is the girls room, our podcast, our episode together. The link is gonna be in the description of the show, and that's it. And I'm not gonna leave and leave you with music without telling you that. Remember to stay positive. Life is beautiful. And what else? (laughs) I forgot my catchphrase, bro. Let's do that again. Let's do it again. Just so you know how real this show is. So this is. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go with the catchphrase. Always remember to keep smiling and stay positive and life is beautiful. Signing out for now. Let's bring out the music and I'll see you guys later.